0: Good morning, guys. Drew here, ThatAnxietyGuy.com. August 3rd, (laughs) 2018. Not really sure, to be honest with you. Um, I promised that I would do a few more of these videos quickly, and here I am. Uh, I'm going to drive to my office. I'm going to take you with me, and we're going to talk about something that needs to be talked about. And this is something that really nobody wants to hear, but everybody has to hear. So kind of buckle up. My last video, and if you haven't watched it, um, I will put a link in the video description, you should watch that one first, was all about the moment, critical moment of decision when you are kind of in that escalating anxiety state, you're about to have a panic attack, and in there's a moment when you have to make a decision in terms of how you're gonna deal with that. And I talked all about that uh, for about 15 minutes. And that kind of leads me to this, to this next Topic that I want to go over today, which I know is gonna be a little bit rough, but we're gonna do it anyway. And it's all about decision. It's also all about decision, but it's decision on a different scale. So in the last video, when I talked about that that critical moment of decision, when you know you have to decide in, in a moment, as you're about to, you know, either experience a panic attack or you know your anxiety is rising, and you have to decide, well, how am I gonna deal with this? That is a moment of decision sort of at the micro level, right, Um, you know, at at that particular moment. What's going to happen? Holy macro, this person's making a U-turn, but they shouldn't. So anyway, um, what's going to happen when you decide at that that micro moment what to do with your rising anxiety or your panic? So what we want to talk about today is before you can get to the point where you could probably make that right decision. And, and what I, just quickly, what I talk about is you can decide at that critical moment, that tipping point, you can decide to do maybe what you've always done, which is start drinking your water or pop your mints or call your, your wife or your husband or your mother or run home or, or don't leave the house or get out of the car and go back into the house or whatever it is you decide to do. Snap a rubber band, pop a Xanax, whatever it is, you can decide to do those things. And, and try and fight the anxiety and, and flee from it and escape from it and, and stop it from happening and, and all of those things. Or you can make the decision to just let it come, to just relax into it and just let that storm hit you right square in the face and, and let it go. And we talked about, you know, to me, I think that's the better way. Just let it come, relax into it, let it rage in your face. And, and be brave and just just let it happen without fighting it or judging it or in, engaging with the crazy, irrational thoughts. You make that decision. Do you want to run from it or do you want to face it? And, and how you decide to act at that point is going to impact kind of the next, not only the next, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes of your life, but the next five hours of your life, the next 24 hours of your life, the next couple of days in some cases. So that critical moment of decision at the micro level, the moment of how am I gonna handle this particular situation, that is so important. But before you can get to the point where you are probably ready to make what I think is the right decision in that situation at that moment, you have to make another decision at the 50,000 foot level, the macro level, if you will. And I think that decision is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down a road here that I don't mean to, I'm not trying to trigger anybody, I don't want to cause any, any problems, I don't want people to freak out when I use the phrases that I'm going to use, but, but we need to talk about this in a real, honest, like, you know, real way. So why do we choose so often and for so long to, to try to escape our panic and our anxiety? Like, why? Because it's uncomfortable. Because we are afraid. We are trying to escape being afraid. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to be afraid. And we don't want to feel unsafe. Like, I get all that. And that is why we choose the wrong path. We choose to fight it. We choose to avoid it. We choose to hide, escape, retreat. We choose all of those things because of our drive to be safe and secure and comfortable and to not be afraid. Nobody wants to be afraid, right? And... We know that we are only afraid, there, there's actually nothing wrong with being in the car or being in the supermarket or being at school or work, it's not those things, you, what you are afraid of is how you feel, yet in your mind, and in my mind too, I'm, when I say you I'm talking about us collectively, me included, the way I, I, I lived for a long time, you, you are afraid of some catastrophe that has never happened but in your mind you must escape those feelings those sensations those thoughts at all costs you got to avoid them don't let them happen stop them from happening i don't want them here why because they lead you down a path where you are projecting the worst possible case and in the two most you know i'm saying popular the two most common worst possible cases that we are trying to avoid are death and insanity. And that's just reality. Like, when you panic, when your anxiety is up, and you are focused on every twinge, every change, every sensation in your body, all those thoughts are racing through your head. Oh my God, what if? What if I'm having a heart attack? What if this time it's really a heart attack? What if I'm having a stroke? What if something is wrong with me? What if I have cancer? All those what if irrational thoughts that come racing into our brains all the time, we're in that state, those are all about, most times, most times, death, insanity, some sort of incapacitation, right? You are afraid you are going to die, be incapacitated in some way, or a very common um, concern, a rational concern, is I'm going to go insane, I'm going to go crazy, I'm going to lose my mind, I'm going to slip away. These are the things we are afraid of, right? So we know, rationally, that those things do not happen yet we fear them anyway. And all of our avoidance behaviors are driven by that fear. I do not want to die. I do not want to be injured. I don't want to be incapacitated. I don't want to lose my mind. I don't want to go insane. So before you can get to the point where in that micro moment, just when you're about to go into panic, where you can make the right decision, what I I think is the right decision, to just calmly, confidently, quietly, softly let it come, And just let it be there you know before you can make that decision you have a bigger decision to make at at the macro level at a higher view at the big overview in your life and I'm gonna tell you right now what that decision is you have to decide at some point and and I have talked about this in the past I talked about it with Billy in a video over the winter I'll try and link that Um, how people say I get it I have to accept it I have to face it I have to relax I have to do all those things I get it drew but how how do you do that everybody's always looking for what's the technique what's the trick what's the what's the tool how do I face it you you don't there is no trick there is no tool there is no shortcut there is no technique there is a decision to be made at a large level in your life where you literally decide I would rather die then sit on this sofa and miss another family dinner, miss another, you know, school recital, miss another family trip, miss another vacation, cancel more plans, lose another job, drop out of school, I would literally rather die than to continue to live this way. Because if you're watching me, there's a chance that your life is getting smaller and smaller and more restricted and you may be at wits end and you think What the hell is going on here? How do I get out of this? I don't want this. I want the old me back. I want my life back. And in the end, what you have got to reach a point where you literally decide at a large level, the macro level in your life, I would rather die than sit on this sofa and miss life another day. And I am not kidding. That is a decision that you have got to reach that when you get to that point and you make that choice. You make that choice. That is how you do it. When you are resigned to that, you are are resigned to that, I would rather die or lose my mind or go insane or have a stroke or whatever it is. I would rather that happen, if it's going to happen, let it happen, than to, like, sit out life on the sidelines anymore. And let me explain how. You are not literally choosing to die because let's let's go back backwards again remember our rational brains and everybody else around us in our lives our friends our family everybody that doesn't understand oh they don't understand the reason why they don't understand is because they know you're not going to die you're not having a heart attack you're not having a stroke you're not going crazy they know this the whole world knows this but somehow our rational brains know it but our emotional brains don't and we continue to run and hide and do all those bad things that perpetuate the problem for us so when I say you have to decide that you would rather die, or have a heart attack, have a stroke, go insane, whatever it is, than to continue to live the way you're living any longer, I mean you have to decide to do that because your the emotional, reactive side of your brain is convinced that you might die. So when you decide to just face that head-on without fighting it, you are literally deciding that you would rather face death than go on. Again, it's so important, though. You are not literally facing death. You are not going to die. You have never died from anxiety, from panic, from the worst panic attack ever that you could possibly imagine. You know, you can't leave your your living room. You are stuck in your house. The worst panic attack that you could possibly have alone on the other side of the world, stranded in a desert somewhere, would not kill you where there is no one to call and no safe behavior and no rubber bands to snap and no no pills to pop, it still wouldn't kill you. You would not die. So you may be in that situation where you you have to make that decision that says, I would rather die than live like this anymore. In your brain, you've gotta make that commitment and you are willing to face that consequence even though that consequence is not real. So I hope you understand what I'm saying here. Like. This is, a, this is an even bigger decision because before you can make that micro-level, momentary decision of how you're going to deal with a specific instance in time, you're about to have a panic attack on a Friday afternoon, then you have got to make that bigger decision that says, I that's it, I am done with this now. That is how you do it. So when you ask me, like Drew, I understand I have to accept this and float and relax, but how? But how do you do it? That is how you do it. That is how you do it. At some point, pardon my French, I'm just going to speak very clearly here and frankly. At some point, I just had to say, fuck this. I am not doing this anymore. And that is a moment that if you have not reached that point and you are not willing to say that, then you are going to keep asking me, how do I accept? And I'm going to keep giving you the same answer. And so is Billy, and so is Holly, and so is the people who have come before you who have overcome this, like me, and... and, and, uh, I freaking love Jackie Donato Hufflis in, in the Facebook group, which you should be in, by the way. People who have gone to the other side and are willing to hang around to help and tell the tale. We all tell the same story, yet the, the, the same question persists. But how do you do that? How do you do that is you reach a point where in your mind, you make that commitment in your spirit, in, the, in your gut, in whatever defines you as a human being. I would rather die than live like this anymore. So you have got to make that decision at the macro level, on a large scale in your life, then you can start to make the right decisions minute by minute as you're handling your anxiety symptoms, your panic symptoms, your agoraphobia. Otherwise, if you have not made that commitment at the large level in your life, on the large scale, you are not going to be able to consistently make the right choices minute by minute as you go along. So... I know I've kind of thrown a lot at you here and and this is probably the toughest love that I've ever really thrown out in a podcast episode or a video. I understand that. I really do. But that really is the way this is and it is reality. And all of the the videos and the programs and the books and the discussion groups and the Facebook groups and the internet forums where everybody gathers to talk about how hard this is and how nobody understands and, and how terrible it is and and what about this symptom and what about that symptom and, and what do you do to make your stomach feel better and what do you do to slow your heart down? None of that matters if you cannot make that key decision that says, I am done with this now because this has never actually hurt me, this has never actually harmed me, I have not actually died or gone insane And I must accept, I must accept that none of what I have been doing up to this point has saved me from those things happening because they weren't going to happen anyway. So if you are not at the point where you are willing to accept that as fact because it is fact, if you are not willing to accept that and you are not willing to make that choice that says, I would rather die than live like this anymore... And, and you're not going to die, by the way, but you have to face the fear of dying, then then you're going to be stuck for a while longer. So I, I'm going to get to my office and process this and upload it before I change my mind because I don't think, I, I have not ever been this direct and brutal, I think, before, but, but I, I think it needs to be said. I have seen nobody say that. I have seen no YouTube channel say that. I've nobody wants to say it because everybody wants to say that they have some sort of magic easy safe comfortable way that that is going to make it all go away for you. And I got to tell you, nobody has a magic easy safe way that's going to make it all go. I don't have that. No one else has that. No book that you buy has that. No tapes, tapes, listen to me. I'm old. No uh, no recordings that you listen to, no videos that you watch. You have you will do it. You will do it. You will do it. And you will do it when you when you make that decision that says, I, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I am not doing this anymore. So there we are. Um, I'm just going to end it here. I don't know how long this is now. As always, you know, I'm going to put a link in the description to the Facebook group that goes along with, with this YouTube channel and podcast. Go and ask to join. Get involved in the discussion. There's a ton of great people. Facebook.com uh, slash ThatAnxietyGuy, that guy on Twitter, my website, ThatAnxietyGuy.com. However way you want to get in touch with me and talk about this, that would be great. This is probably the topic we should talk about more than any other when we convene and we talk about these things and we share in, in the group that that we have. When we talk about things, we should talk about this more than anything else, more than any herb, supplement, medication, pill, drink, program, symptom, sensation, more than anything else, we should be talking about this because this is what will, will set you on the road that you want to be on to get where you want to be. All right, guys, um, I am out. Thanks as always for watching, and I'll see you in the next one.